This week, three teams went three wins and two losses, and the Monkeys were the lone squad that went one and four. The standings got expanded just a little bit. Lions remain on top, Guardians one game back, the Brothers two, and the Monkeys fall to three games behind. There were a lot of heroes, and I will try to cover them all. It's Monday, September 21st. I'm Ryan Chen, and you're listening to this week's edition of CPBL Chronicles on Taiwanese Pro Ball. Let's get to it. Given how close the standings are two-thirds of the way through this second half, let's talk broadly about team consistency. In a tight race like we have, the focus can be narrowed down to winning each series and each week. By the end, if your team was the most consistent week-to-week winner, you would expect your team to be on top. Mondays in the CP Bureau are always off, which makes each week distinct from the other. Of the nine weeks played so far in the second half, I evaluated each team's week-by-week wins and loss record and their run differential. It doesn't matter what margin, four wins, one loss, three wins, two losses, even two and one weeks all count as winning weeks. The Lions lead the pack by winning five weeks, losing only three and one even week of two wins and two losses. Gardens with three winning, three even, and three losing record weeks. The Brothers won four weeks, lost four weeks, and were even once. The Monkeys are still in it thanks to their four and one homestand. They have only won three weeks and lost to six. Part of my evaluation of teams also comes down to the cumulative margin of victory, or run difference. These terms I will use interchangeably. On Michael Barra's Baseball World podcast weeks ago, I picked the Guardians to win the second half because of their run differential. They score a lot of runs and were great at preventing runs. This is still true to this day. They now have company in the brothers. If you average the week-to-week run differential of the four teams, the brothers have a positive margin for seven of the nine weeks. Guardians with 6 weeks, Lions with just 3 weeks of positive, 4 weeks of negative, and 2 weeks of even run differential, and the Monkeys again bring up the rear with just 2 weeks of positive run differential and 7 weeks in the red. Think of it this way, in the CPBL, if you have an average positive run differential of 5 runs each week, you can probably expect to have a 1 run win in each of those games played. Guardians and Brothers average 3.89 runs in the black, while the Guardians being a little bit more consistent, the Brothers with a little bit more variance. The Lions average week is 1.33 in the negative, which means that they are winning despite giving up one and a third of a run more each week than they score. The Monkeys have been sunk recently and now they have a negative 6.4 runs a week difference. I'm not down on the Lions because I don't like the team, but this number gives me doubt. They have normalized this pattern all of the second half, winning by a smaller margin and losing by a larger margin. While the Monkeys record in one-run games is 17-6 and six, is remarkable, it also highlights the fact that they aren't as capable of increasing leads and holding teams off. For these two teams, just because you can win one-run games doesn't mean you want to. For the Guardians and Brothers, or any team that isn't converting positive run margins into wins, the team focus needs to be just a bit sharper when they get down, pitch better, and rally harder on offense. Lions this week were 3-2 and two and became the first team to achieve 20 wins in the second half. They started with a two-game sweep of the Monkeys at home, followed by a tough-fought series loss against the Guardians. Su Jie is this week's Player of the Week by hitting 9-for-19 with three walks and four RBI and six runs scored. In particular, he played a big part in the Saturday comeback against the Guardians by hitting the go-ahead run in the ninth. He also continues to play solid defense in left field. Honorable mention goes to the fifth-year player, Pan Jiekai, who hit his first home run of the season that same game and was the first man to reach base in that comeback ninth inning with a triple. I believe it's also Pan Jiekai's first game MVP of the year. For the pitching side, Brock Dyktorn gets the selection for his Tuesday seven-inning outing, giving up just one earned run on four hits and two walks. He was missing high early, then pulling pitches late, but he kept the monkeys quiet through those jams. This is his third selection. 
Honorable mention goes to the bullpen arm Huang Junyin, who appeared twice for no runs in two innings. Lions head to Taoyuan for two against the Monkeys, then host the Guardians over the weekend. Next up are those Guardians. After splitting the midweek with the brothers, they took the first and last game against the Lions to remain one game back in the standings. They also reached 20 wins with their victory on Sunday. Player of the week goes to another catcher. Last week it was the Lions' Ling Yo Le. This week it's the Guardians' Ling Yo Ying. He started in the squad for four games and was the game MVP on Wednesday in the victory over the brothers with his two home run game, first in his career. He went 6 for 12 with four RBI and three runs scored. Honorable mention goes to Ling Yi Chen who was hot hitting 9 for 17 with 6 RBIs and 5 runs scored. He got 2 hits in every game except Tuesday, where he only had 1, but walked 3 times. He was Guardians Player of the Week last week. Other offensive standouts include Li Zongxian's 5 runs scored, 5 RBI, Jiang Zixian's 4 RBIs, second baseman Ling Tailun's 4 runs scored and 4 RBI, and Gao Guohui's 2 home runs on the week. Again, consulting the Bill James Game Score Calculator, Mike Laurie is the pitcher of the week, notching his first win since July with a dominant 7 innings, 11 strikeout effort, only conceding 2 unearned runs. He benefited from extra rest, having started 12 days ago in Tainan. Honorable mention goes to Henry Sosa, who was great again, pitching 8 innings on Friday to win the opener of the series for the Gardens. He is second on the win leaderboard this year with 11. Guardians are on the road this week, two in Zhouji against the Brothers, then continue down to Tainan against the Lions. Now, in third place are the Brothers. Another weekend against the Monkeys, and yet another close play at the plate. This time, Chen Zihao slid home and was tagged out by Lin Hongyu, who did end up in the way of the runner. The Brothers challenged immediately, and the dugout looked giddy that the rule was going to go in their favor. The ruling came down, and the tag was applied before any other physical contact was made, thus a legal block. I'm not sure that's the right way to adjudicate the rule, and the brothers were so mad that they almost didn't take the field. No matter how the rule is defined, I have no problem with how Ling Hongyu executed that tag. After the win on Sunday, a fan took pictures with the game MVP and held out a gray cheer towel that read Chou Si Yuan De, implying the rules bent to the monkeys by changing the original word Yuan or round with Yuan, which is ape or monkey. The phrase Chou Si Yuan, the word for word, is supposed to translate to the ball is round or in basketball, ball don't lie, implying a fair way for the game results to play out. Like, come on, it is one thing to disagree with a call, which, by the way, is getting more convoluted after every incident. But to buy third-party merchandise that disparages the league is real petty. Thankfully, the play on the field was deserving of a series win. They took that Friday contest 13-2, Saturday, Li Zhentang came to the tie game in the 10th and gave up a solo home run for the loss. He looks awfully rusty, having only pitched twice in two weeks. The brothers then got the series win on Sunday with a complete game shutout performance by the new guy, Arturo Reyes, in just his second CPBL start. After having a losing record in three consecutive weeks, they've had three winning weeks with a two-win, two-loss week, which they were a plus 13 runs. Watch out for their ascendancy. To the players, Chen Zihao raised his batting average by 20 points by hitting an incredible 11 for 21 on the week with 8 RBI and 5 runs scored. He was the game MVP on Thursday, knocking in 5 RBI from the 7th spot in the lineup. Old school baseball would say trust the baseball card and we're seeing it with this recent stretch by Chen Zihao after shaking off early season woes. Honorable mention goes to Chen Zixian who was almost as impressive with 5 RBI and 7 runs scored. He also made a long run and sliding catch in the foul territory of the left field corner in Zouqi. Chen Zixian is the best defending that part of the field. Pitch of the week goes to Reyes who took a no-hitter into the 7th and finished the complete game shutout. He went to Gonzaga, which is in the same conference as Santa Clara. But luck would have it, 
Gonzaga Athletics website is down, so we will have to find another time to read out his career stats there. Honorable mention goes to Friday's winner, DePaulo, who went eight innings with nine strikeouts. He remains on top of the Triple Crown stats for pitching. Notable CPBL follower at Brotherstan out in Montreal asked if the brothers should go for the second half title or get situated for the postseason. Along with Esmil Rogers' eight innings on Saturday, the brothers' relievers only pitched three out of 28 innings over the weekend. I'd say that they're going for the second half title if they let their starters go that long with confidence. Brothers host the Guardians for two, then head to Tallinn for the weekend. On to the Monkeys, who along with all of us are glad that center fielder Tenson White returned to action two days after getting hit in the head by a pitch that got away from Dykeshorn on Wednesday. Besides that, the other positive news is catcher Liao Jinfu making his first appearance of the month as a pinch hitter. And Wonderboy punishes a t-ball slider, parking into the right field bleachers, winning the extra inning affair in game MVP, saving the Monkeys from a sixth loss in a row. Yao Shin is the player of the week. He came in for a Tenson way and got two hits and continued the hot hitting by going 7-4-14 with one walk, scoring three times and knocking in a run on the week. Honorable mention Lang Lun got three hits on Wednesday and six for 19 on the week. Pitcher of the week goes to reliever Zhu Junxiang who came in two games for two and two-thirds innings striking out five. The recognition would have gone to Huang Zipeng who was again fantastic. Four innings in three outings striking out five. But he was last week's selection and also allowed two of starter Lisa Verto Bernia's runs to score. If the Monkeys are to make a run at the second half title, they can get a boost with the next five games at home where they are a season best 30 and 20. Today, September 21st, is the deadline for foreign pitcher signings. It is also the deadline for the 2020 CPBL draftees to agree to contract terms with their teams. And what do you know, as of this recording, first overall pick Wang Weizong is in the last stages of talk with the Weichun Dragons. Brothers first round pick pitcher Yu Chen just signed today. That's it for this week of CPBL Chronicles, and thank you for listening to Taiwanese Pro Ball. I'm Ryan Chen, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Friday, September 25th at 6.30pm Taiwan time. I'm on the broadcast for Brothers at Monkeys on 11 Sports Taiwan. Find it on your TV or watch and comment on the Twitter broadcast. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again, and see ya!